This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hollingsworth from BetQL. With you, Joe G, off today. He'll be back tomorrow. A lot of Major League Baseball this hour. We'll hit futures, awards, today's card with the one and only Cody Decker. Uh, he has like 56 podcasts right now. Find him on Twitter at Decker6. And one of those podcasts is the BetMGM MLB podcast. Our buddy Ryan Horvat. Um, on that pod, is Horvy still crying like a little child about the Cubs trading away all his favorite players? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And then the and the Rays, the Rays quietly win 120 games every year, and he somehow took takes a bet under 90, thinking that's gonna that's gonna catch. Oh. I don't know. The man's insane. That's all I have to say. I love him. He's handsome. He's got this great. He's handsome. Yo, know, he's a handsome guy. He's got this great nasally yet refined voice i love everything about him he's perfection what about my guy mario he was my intern i helped him get the job oh then you're to blame for this yeah Mario. <laughs> um, he's got great hair and that's it that's all i can say about him he's got great hair <laughs> things for the show but for the most part it's we go him into really bad bets it's not hard to do he's so young and impressionable and i just love the fact that i'm able to corrupt them without any difficulty. oh no you're getting my guy in debt already well it only took me one week to get him to dress up as brandon lee from the crow for four hours live and then he had to, then he lost on on another bet and i had to send him out to a steak restaurant dressed as the crow and then he was oh. then he was sending group chat he's like this ended up turning out great five drinks bought for me yada 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 so clearly the punishment was not nearly harsh enough um listen the, the kid's an idiot i love him. <laughs> so that's the thing that's the thing you rip somebody apart i love him he's handsome yeah. i love him i like that he's the punching bag of the show i gather I mean, I don't know what this company was thinking pairing such a young, impressionable young boy with me, but it's been great for me. All right. Uh, you do plenty of work on 670, the score in Chicago. So let's talk about the story that has not died for a minute, going back to that Sox-Yankees series. And I was so happy to see Tim Anderson get his moment over the weekend. thought it was fascinating how the Yankees manager – and certain Yankees players not willing to go to bat for one Josh Donaldson. I know, I know you're tight with some uh, White Sox players. G give us a lowdown. What was your reaction in real time and everything that's happened since? 
Well, well, I was watching the game live in real time. I didn't know what the hell was going on because it really kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't understand what Grandall's problem was. Actually, I take that back. It's Josh Donaldson. I absolutely knew what Grandall's problem was. But it's just, listen, It's it just kind of came out of nowhere. And how it went from zero to 100 just like that was pretty interesting. And we were, again, we were watching this game live. So it was a unique scenario taking place right before our eyes. But yeah, as things unfolded and information started to come out, Listen, I, I don't think I need to tell anybody else the dynamics in human interaction, but if you are not friends with somebody, you do not have any ounce of inside jokes with that person. These two do not like each other. These two got into a fist fight literally seven days prior to this incident taking place. Um, Josh Donaldson and the White Sox do not like each other. In fact, I don't know if I need to really play spoiler alert here josh donaldson isn't very well liked throughout the league he never has been there's a reason he's on a new team every three hours the guy's off the charts talented he's one of the best third basemen of the last couple of decades he is uh you know a perennial mvp candidate he's also according to a white Sox reliever joe kelly a complete douche <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he it is. seems like he should have learned his lesson by now, Cody. Like, what's this dude's deal? Does he just not care? I don't know if he doesn't care. I can't say. I don't know him all that well. But if I know baseball players, and I'm going to make a general statement because of having been a baseball player for my entire life and professionally for 11 years, most baseball players are completely stupid. There, I don't know <laughs> that many smart baseball players. If you think you know a lot of smart baseball players, you're wrong. They're not. Um, <laughs> there's about, I'd say I played about with 10% of the guys that had a brain in their head and the other 90% were delusional uh, jackasses. It's just baseball. I love them and they love me, but let's not sit here and pretend that most of these guys that learn how to swing a bat for a living uh, you know, are sitting around becoming road scholars and joining Mensa. So what is it about Donaldson? Is he's just not interested in anybody else? He has a higher opinion of himself than anybody else on his team. Uh, when you say that about Donaldson, what, what exactly do you mean? Is it a clubhouse issue? Uh, you know, I, I it could be clubhouse issue. It's, he seems like a very type A personality. He's one of those guys that can easily rub somebody the wrong way. I've had I've seen a lot of guys that have talked very good things about Josh Donaldson. In fact, I interviewed Nick Swisher about a month ago, and he talked about what an impact he was actually having on the clubhouse, and that it was a different type of Josh Donaldson than they were all prepared for. But it's only been one month into the season, and it took no time whatsoever for Aaron Judge to say what a bad statement it was, and for his own teammates not to defend him. I mean, it's just it's about as bad of a look as in the world and watching people tie themselves into pretzels to absolutely defend them is mind-boggling to me I'm, i listen i do not i can't sit here and pretend i know the plight of anybody in the situation of tim anderson uh but listen i am jewish and i have dealt with a decent amount of anti-semitic comments while playing the game if a player called me Kofax, it's nowhere near what just happened to Tim Anderson. It's not even close. Mm -hmm. But if a player called me Kofax on the field, knowing full well what he's trying to do, me and that guy are going to have a serious problem. Well, let, let's stick with the White Sox for a moment here. Because at the moment, they sit five and a half games back of the Minnesota Twins playing some good ball, but soft competition. And they've got more Detroit, Kansas City over the next couple of weeks. Five and a half games back. White Sox are still favored in the division. It's close to even money, but they're still favored. Do you think the White Sox should be favored here late May? 
I do. I really, really do. This is a team that started the year without Lance Lynn. They got lost Lucas Giolito in pretty much game one. AJ Pollock went down within the first week. I mean, this they had a whole all-star team on the IL. They've lost out on a couple of relief pitchers. Now they got Joe Kelly back. Liam Hendricks is starting to look like Liam Hendricks again. And Kendall Graveman's been phenomenal. And that, listen, Kopech, if you can get something like that out of Kopech going forward, I'm going to take back every word I said about him being better suited as a reliever because I thought that's where his value was. But if he's going to go out there and give you nine scoreless innings in the Bronx, that, you know, maybe Kopech really is real as a starter. I think this team has everything on paper, not only to win their division by 10 games, but then go on and win the AL if they can finally put it together. The one difference I'm seeing this year compared to last year, this team last year was a lot more fun to watch. And I don't know what it is going on over there on the south side, but this team doesn't seem like they're having the same amount of chemistry and fun that they had last season. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Curious your thoughts, Cody, on the AL East. Blue Jays. Not off to the start, I was hoping. Um, things start to be heating up a little bit for them offensively. And then the Yankees now dealing with quite a few injuries. What's your assessment of what's going on in this division? I think this division is every single year overblown because that's the way it is. You hear about the Yankees, you hear about the Red Sox, and just everybody else gets lost in the shuffle. But this year, Toronto Blue Jays opened up with the second highest odds to win the World Series. And even that, I thought, was just completely fake. I, I think they're the shiny new toy. I think they're a very young, dynamic, and exciting team. But to say that they're a World Series contender after not making the playoffs pretty much ever, especially with this current lineup, after losing Robbie Ray as well, the defending Cy Young uh, winner, and Marcus Simeon, I, I don't know what anyone was thinking. I think this team is making great strides forward, but they're not better than the Yankees, and they're no, nowhere near the Rays. I still think the Rays are the best team in that division. You mentioned the Yankees' injuries. Hey, man, mm -hmm. this is a team that, look at them. You got Judge, Stanton, uh, DJ LeMayhew, this is a lot of players who were off the charts talented, but let's not mince words. Everyone's body is made out of graham crackers. There is so much time missed from every single one of those players that it could affect the Yankees season. And yeah, I'm worried about them health-wise. Their pitching's been phenomenal. If their pitching can stay what it is right now, yeah, this team's going to be dominating the league, but I can't imagine their pitching. I, I mean, come on, come on. Garrett Cole right now is their best pitcher, but for whatever reason, mm -hmm. he looks like their fourth best pitcher right now. Mm. Spider-Tack? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I, I, we're going to sit here and put Spider-Tack on Garrett Cole. I mean, let's be real clear. I have played with very few guys that hands were not doused with some sort of foreign substance. Uh, let, let's stick with the AL East, a, a team you did not mention. So we're a month and a half into the season. Well, it was more so a month. 
And people are like, oh, Boston's just bad. And if you look the last two weeks, that is the best offense in all of baseball. They have an OPS of 900. That's about 100 points higher than any other offense. And it was on display last night against the White Sox. We'll see what they do against Giolito tonight. We'll talk about today's card a little bit later on in the hour. But, you know, nine and a half games back, they're not going to catch him. But what's the real Red Sox here? This offensive firepower we've seen of late or what we saw in the first month of the season? Lost Cody? Or you guys lose me? I I have you. I guess Cody looks like he can't hear us, maybe. Okay. He lost, he lost everyone. <laughs> okay, we'll try to uh, get that figured out. But yeah, Aaron, I mean, the last couple of weeks, this uh, Red Sox offense, it's just they're playing to the talent that you see on the roster. It, it just took a little time uh, for them to turn it around. Now, they're, they're not going to threaten for the division already nine and a half games back, but that that's the kind of team... You know what? If the pitching could stay healthy in the top end, yeah. yeah, they hit so much. You might they might be scary. Yeah, especially like there's still a lot of baseball left, and with the Yankees dealing with injuries, the Blue Jays not living up to expectations. Cody's really high on the Rays, but that's what the Red Sox do. They they heat up towards the end of the season and the postseason, and I wouldn't be surprised if they're right there. Yeah, no doubt. Um, curious his thoughts on uh, the West as well, because that thing looks like a complete uh, toss up right now. Cody, you got us. Yeah, right here, guys. All right. All right. Good. Uh, we left off with the Red Sox. That's the team we we're not talking about in the, in the American League East. People uh, spend so much energy for good reason. Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays. But their offense is on fire right now. Is that a team that, that you could see getting into the postseason? And because of the offense and the top of the rotation, that they could be a little scary. They could be. I think they're going to be playing more spoiler than they're ever going to be a playoff contender because this team's offense really is great. But I see them having the same exact problem as the Philadelphia Phillies. Their pitching just isn't there. Losing sale to begin the season was a disaster. Pavetta has not looked like himself. I mean, they're just they're, their arms are just not there. Um, but their offense is through the roof. T- Trevor Story went from the worst <laughs> statistical second baseman in Major League Baseball to the best statistical second baseman in Major League Baseball in the span of three days. What an incredible week he's having. Um, and uh, keep in mind, look at that division. Yeah, I know the Blue Jays are underperforming, but again, you got the Yankees who are just killing everybody. You got the Rays who quietly win 100 games every year. And you know what? As much as it's easy to make fun of the Baltimore Orioles, they're winning some series and they're winning some series in that AL East. So this is a lot more parity over there than we were all expecting. The real juggernaut division in Major League Baseball is the polar opposite of the AL East. It's the NL West. Yeah. What about the AL West? I mean, things are really tight there in that division. It seems like anyone can win it. Um, Astros, uh, 28 and 16 angels, 27 and 17, and then Rangers Mariners A's. Um, what's your take on what's going there? Well, the A's are completely out of it and they're going to stay out of it, obviously. But the rest of those teams in that division, the Angels, 24 and 16 right now, looking really good. Their pitching has looked really good through a no hitter earlier on this year. I, I mean, Lorenzen has looked like an ace. Uh, Syndergaard has shown signs of the old Syndergaard, not to mention Otani. Um, if they can stay healthy, this team can legitimately compete in this division. Their offense has always been there. They have a Mike Trout. They have an Anthony Rendon. You got an Otani. I mean, this team should win. 
However, the the Houston Astros, who I faded at the beginning of the season, I'm starting to look like a complete idiot to do so. I just figured losing out on Correa, losing out on Springer, losing out on Granke, it was enough for this team to falter down a little bit. But the Texas Rangers are nowhere to be seen. And the Mariners, to me, are the biggest disappointment in Major League Baseball right now. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the AL MVP. Speaking of those Angels, got a couple uh, names right at the top. The odds go Otani the favorite, Judge second, Trout third, uh, Vlad, even though there's a drop-off, he's the fourth favorite. And, and Buxton, for some reason, is their fifth, even though the Twins have talked about this 100-game plan for Buxton. I don't quite understand that one. Uh, is there a name you like there or a name down the board that you could see uh, taking a big leap over the next 100 games? Man, it looks like we lost him again. It's a again. tease. All right. <laughs> we'll try to get that figured out. We'll cover the National League and uh, also these awards in the American League coming up next. It's Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth, Cody Decker hanging out for the hour. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.